In a world where options are limitless, but time is not, two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, this is Binge or Cringe. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. What has been playing constantly at my house is a show called BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. Not supernatural. Those seemed like three unrelated words. Well, it's kind of like Pixar's blah, 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 BuzzFeed, unsolved, colon, supernatural. It is... Did we have this conversation recorded, or did we just have this conversation? I think we just had this conversation. Because okay. now it's coming back to me. We just had this conversation. It is essentially a Scully and Mulder situation. Two guys who started doing a show on YouTube years ago, and then BuzzFeed just, hired Just them. like the first episode of The X-Files. Exactly, on YouTube years ago. And it's a guy named Ryan and a guy named Shane. And Ryan believes in everything. Now, he doesn't believe in everything like the most ridiculous things ever. Let me rephrase. He will believe in it if he can rationalize it. Shane believes in virtually nothing ever. So, it, I mean, you're not you're not far off on the Mulder and Scully yes. comparison. Like, yes. you got to have facts if you want Scully to even decide if she wants to believe you. Yes. Mulder, on the other hand, like you've, re- I mean, he's just, he is a puppy mm-hmm. and he wants to play with whatever toy or whatever you have yes. in your hand. It's just, what, ghosts? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. What, uh, what, what? Mm-hmm. A UFO? Okay, all right, all right, all right, wait. So, for the most part, they are looking to prove the existence of ghosts. And the best part about the whole thing is, well, Shane. Really, it's the best part is the tall guy who doesn't believe in anything. And it's it's their play off of each other. And so it was, of course, initially very low budget because just two guys saying, hey, let's just do a show on YouTube. You know, the kind of thing you and I always say and they never follow through with. And now look at them. They're famous and have money. Well, I mean, we, yeah, I could totally buy, yeah. buy us doing something like that. Oh, yeah. So what they did was, I guess it started around where they lived. It's like, let's go someplace where it's allegedly haunted. And so the show is, here. here's the deal. We're going to this restaurant that's haunted because uh, across the street used to be the, the hangman's yard. And they, they would s- sell dinners to watch people get hung for entertainment in the 1800s. And, Man. That, you, know, I, you know, by the way, that's a real thing. You... You hear stuff <laughs> like that, and you're like, you hear about the things that are quote unquote offensive today, mm-hmm. and you learn about facts like, oh yeah, that's uh, at the Hangman's. Oh, what 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 kind of is that a theme restaurant? Do they just have like a lot of nooses hung up in the ceiling, and like oh, you can yeah. buy hats and T-shirts? No, um, they'd make you like a steak or maybe like some rabbit uh-huh. and. Uh, for entertainment, they're like, oh, what? There was a song and dance? No, they would hang people. Yes. Like, hang Until them. Well, by not their in necks? the restaurant. No. But they were being you punished could see outside, it. yes. Right. But I'm just saying, like, this was, this was back before cable. 
And and nobody like hashtagged it on on no. Twitter. No one protested it. Matter no. of fact, it was probably really popular. Probably. Like it just I, I'm imagining that like, happened in the England. What what would happen if somebody like I I don't know like they come to you know the guy that you know owns Taco Bell KFC and whatever and they're like I got an idea for another restaurant they're like oh, okay well we're listening we've got a successful chain of restaurants what what are you suggesting they're like all right we we make I don't know biscuits but while you're eating the biscuits we kill people by hanging them from a tree about 30 yards away and they're like people will pay double and i'm they're like okay well uh biscuits um that's good uh that last part though um are not on board can we can we change that maybe <laughs> to a cartoon mouse or yeah. uh, any literally anything but that so places that have tails and Sometimes they talk to people who have seen this or that. They do a little bit of research to, you know, provide you with some information so you can Google as you, as you wish. And they have what's called a spirit box, which just makes me laugh. Is it, is it like a shoe box? Of- it is. Let me see if I can remember this correctly. It, change, it, it involves radio frequencies, and it changes frequencies, I believe on the AM, Every half a second or so, because that's how otherworldly beings will communicate with you by going in between the frequencies. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So it's one of those things where you've listened to static. We all have. And if you listen to enough static and breaks in static and then static again, he said my name. He said, no. Well, I would... I'd argue that's probably the same phenomenon that allows us to find like shapes and clouds. Like, yes, your mind wants to organize material. Yes, like it, it, that's just that's what it that's what it does. So, like when you look up and see a cloud, and you're like, "Oh, that's a pirate ship," or you know, like, "Oh, that's a that's a that looks like a, a ring or something like that." That's just your mind trying to make sense of things and kind of correlating it to you mm-hmm. in data that you can process. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in as much as like static or, or it, it, it sound, your mind is still going to try to organize nonsense. Yes. Like spend, spend a day with like, uh, like a six-year-old and an eight-year-old. Like you're, you're, that's why your mind starts to go crazy because it can't correlate all that nonsense. Like it's just there's like a lot there's going on. there's there's nothing to you. I can't draw through a Dan Schrodinger. <laughs> so, on the one hand, I find it entertaining just because of the random bits of nonsense that they're talking about. It's like, oh, I did not know that. Now the Lizzie Borden thing—they went to Lizzie Borden's house. I know all about that. And then when they said, you know, there's even a chant about it, I already knew the chant, but in my mind, Bill Murray was saying it, and it was the human children have this eerie little chant. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, what do you not picture Bill Murray as not like? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, like he he narrates a lot of my life. Yes, not the actual Bill Murray, but his voice in my, in head. my head. Yeah, does. So that, I just, as soon as he, he started the Lizzie Borden took an X and gave her 
Mother 40 wax. I'm saying this in case you don't know it. And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Maybe backwards. Somebody got 40 and somebody got 41. And there was some rhyming. Yes, there was rhyming. So um, what they do is they'll go and spend time, usually sleep overnight in wherever is haunted. So they did that in the Lizzie Borden house and things like that. And of course, everything's at night. And apparently only ghosts can talk to you then, I guess. I don't know. Um, I mean, by and large, that seems to be when ghosts communicate. Yeah, I guess. I mean, any, anything. And again, I'm also going by movies because yes. that's what informs everything that I say. They're always at night. So like, you have that. The, that um, Casper, the Frighteners. No, no. The, it's them. it's being filmed. A lot of it's being filmed in the See in the Dark thing. What is that? You know, it's it. the color is weird because they're filming at night. Oh, it's like if they're doing the night vision. Yeah, night vision. Night vision. So half of it will be a night vision, and then you'll have them somewhere else discussing it, and then they will have played back what they have recorded. And in one show, the believer was sure it was a woman screaming, and Shane said, no, that's that's a bird, and that's a different bird. So there's that. You want to have... A successful, like, whatever, be it a, a film, a television show, getting a good, like, high concept, like, you know, for the X-Files, FBI Explorers, or for, like, say, Lethal Weapon, like, two, you want to have two characters that are so juxtaposed mm-hmm. against one another, like, they they just don't see eye to eye on anything. Put that with a high concept, and it seems to be a recipe for success. Uh, Neil Simon did it with... The odd make make two people you know mm-hmm. one's a mess one's a neat freak move them into the same apartment together you know with the X Files get a believer and a non believer they've got to investigate stuff and boy does it get weird lethal weapon uh, one of them he's too old for this stuff and uh, the other one oh he's crazy he's nuts he's nuts and they're gonna solve crimes together like it's just it's it is people love watching people that just. Do not agree on anything. And usually they like it when the, the probably the crueler in most cases of them yes. likes to snap and chastise yes. the other one, especially to be like, no, that's, that's a bird. You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're listening to Binge or Cringe brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Allen talking with Adam Cravens about what is worth watching. And this is certainly worth binging. It is BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. Now, they've been with the BuzzFeed for four years, and they have, you can see the production values have grown and all. It's it's very entertaining. There is other BuzzFeed Unsolved stuff, but I'm specifically talking about BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural, and it always remains, wait for it, Unsolved. So it's almost like a, you, you said BuzzFeed, Unsolved, and then this one, what was it, Paranormal? No, this one is Supernatural. Supernatural, I'm sorry. So like it, it's almost like the different like CSIs and NCISs. Yes. Like, There's BuzzFeed, Unsolved, True Crime, which has the same two guys as well. And uh, they they do join in on ruining history, which is all right. They go back in time. And ruin stuff. Oh, wow. BuzzFeed Unsolved Sports Conspiracies, and not both of the same hosts, but one of them. But the supernatural thing is what they started on YouTube, as I understand. And 
it's just entertaining and it does change conversations in the house because it's fun. Well, I mean, like I, I enjoy speculating on fantastic things. Yes. Um, and I like, I, I, I've always really got the, the little moniker in the X-Files where it says, I want to believe like, I really do. Like, I love mm-hmm. the idea that there's life on other planets. I like the idea of being able to communicate with the dead, but I'm also kind of my own like skeptic mm-hmm. on the sense of that. Cause like you real, I need good, hard facts in front of me if you yes. want me to get behind something. So like I I'm oftentimes like that part of me gets silenced. Cause I'm just like, that's dumb. That's not, now, that's for instance, not real. They were talking to a woman who said, and so-and-so took a picture of the ghost and I asked her to send it to me, but she couldn't send it to me. So I took a picture of it on her. What? She couldn't send you a photo. She couldn't, Make a copy. Send you a photo. I mean, sure, if it's 1811, I believe that. No, this is last week. She can send you a photo. Boom. So there's that. It's, they did a thing on the Bermuda Triangle, which has always fascinated me. Why? Leonard Nimoy in search of Bermuda Triangle. So fascinating. Speaking of Star Trek actors in certain roles, Jonathan Frakes also did the Ripley's Believe it or not. He did. It, yeah, like he he was host, or the, I think that's what it was. But both of them did, were hosts uh, of, just basically they're like, this this thing is strange. Here it is. Like, yes, and, and in search of. Course, of course it was the first officers of the, the, the two respective, like, enterprises that, for whatever reason, both of them went on shows similar to that. But yeah, I, I was always a fan of, of seeing things like that, especially, you know, the Bermuda Triangle or, you know, like, why, why does this do this around this time of, like, it's just, yes. it's fun. The Bermuda Triangle thing is fascinating. And then when they have researched all of the different theories, some of them is like, I see how you came to that theory. And the others are, well, that's just insane. And it's just fun to hear those as well. Yeah. It is disturbing when they go and visit the mental asylums where, you know, Back in the day, if you had epilepsy or ADHD, you were cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and so they could experiment on you and starve you and do all sorts of great things. It's kind of like we had the discussion about, like, the Hangman Cafe. Um, It's just, it's not okay. I don't even think it was okay then, but I guess, you know, you you didn't have... uh, I'm going to assume a lot of people didn't know about it. Yeah. Um, You know... Access to information wasn't what it is now. Um, Could you imagine if Robin Williams was born in the 1300s and acted the same way, without any cocaine, but acted the same way as his most frenetic riff? Well, he's he is a heretic, and he's probably burned at the stake. Probably. And he's just a... But it's it's a, before it got him, it was hysterical. <laughs> it was good stuff. But when you've got a mind that goes here, there, uh, 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 can do all the voices, well, and clearly then, he's possessed. And then you add cocaine to it. Yes. I man, mean... Man. Uh, I say that like I did cocaine. I don't do cocaine. Well, I'm just saying there's a... there Like, if you will watch the... Stand it was up. meant to be in the eighties. It appeared to be very glamorous and um, thinning. The the stand don't, up he don't does do cocaine. when he is probably inebriated 
in some way mm-hmm. versus say like the shows he did um like the, the he did one much later in his life i think it was just live on robin williams mm-hmm. live on broadway um and i mean it's funny like robin even when robin williams isn't that funny he's still like 90% funnier than everyone else on the planet mm-hmm. but like even you could see a difference there and i'm not saying cocaine made him funnier but oh my it changed goodness changed his brain it like it rewired him in a way mm-hmm. that was financially beneficial to him. Yes, but but don't do cocaine. Don't do cocaine. We're not, we're not saying to do it at all. Where do you even get it? I mean, you just like. I mean, I guess. I mean, from Hollywood. I guess seems to be. Do the they place still do that? To do it. I mean, I, I think I don't hear about it much. Well, it's probably because they're not like hashtag like cocaine and like <laughs> tweeting pictures of it. Like, or maybe I think that's a no no. Now here's the thing. Maybe, maybe it's just not in the movies that have been made of late that are, you know, current day. Because it seems to me in the 80s and early 90s. It was everywhere. Yes, there were lots of cocaine according to the movies and TV shows. Well, I would say that was also probably influenced by like politics at the uh, time. There, there was a war on drugs. Oh, that's right. That's and right. so you were probably allowed to show cocaine in your movie as long as the person that was doing it was evil and they were shot by good by the okay. end of the film. I'm, I'm guessing because I mean, it, as much as they would make, you know, certain characters would smoke or the, the same mm-hmm. way that you want like an athlete to wear your shoe and just be like, Oh yeah, this shoe makes me faster and jump higher. Mm-hmm. I, I would say in the same way they were kind of doing it, but in the reverse way that like, you didn't. You wanted to wear Air Jordans because you wanted to be like Mike. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do cocaine because you're going to end up like that guy right there that just got shot by RoboCop. Do you want mm-hmm. RoboCop to shoot no, you? No, I don't. No, then don't do cocaine, kids. Okay. Don't do cocaine. All right. Interesting. You didn't think that this show had a message, and yet it does. <laughs> don't, don't do, do cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> so um, it's a fun show, and... How young of a kid can watch it? Well, these... RoboCop? Uh, not too young. Yeah. I wouldn't, no. These guys are generically 30-ish. You know, I don't know how old they are. They're not teenagers and they're not 50, so they're, you know. Just, that's a big, that's a big, like, area <laughs> of, ah, I mean, they're just, listen, they're, they can, they can, you know, put their own pants on, they yeah. can button up their shirt, they can feed themselves, but, you know, we're not sending them to the old folks' home, so they're... Somewhere in there. They're adults. They don't, they don't have wrinkles around their eyes yet. So. Uh, they're working on it. Mm. Actually, I think one of them is 28, maybe. I don't know. Like I said, 30-ish. Full call. And they they will drop a few unsavory to some words now and then. But I guess the creepiest thing and where you have to make the judgment call with your children or even non-children would be sometimes they show photos of something that had happened there. And even though the photo is like 100 years old, it's still or, or maybe just what they're discussing is kind of because part of what they're saying is based in fact. And then the other is purely conjecture or, you know, craziness. So. It has a high entertainment value, but I can also see if I had watched this when I was 10 years old, I would have been scared out of my mind. Well, I mean, as much as I loved Ghostbusters as a kid and I thought this wasn't scary, this was fun. 
Um, I mean, there were parts of it that were scary to me, but like it was immediately followed up by you uh, know, the gray lady. Yeah. Like, I mean, that like she she was mm. pretty scary. Um, but luckily, we're immediately outside, brightly lit, mm-hmm. and they're they're kind of they're doing something goofy, running away from her. So it doesn't like stick around in the same way that like you know Jason gets a machete and just stabs a teenager forty seven times. Mm-hmm. That gets to stay scary. Ghostbusters immediately chased it with usually something humorous. Yes, this uh, there are laughs to be had. Not boisterous ones, but it's amusing, and I I think teenagers would find it amusing. And especially teenagers in young 20s, there are things that maybe they just weren't like you and I and didn't have this wide range of weird stuff they know. I think most teenagers have heard of Lizzie Borden and the Bermuda Triangle, but outside of that, they go through a lot of other things where it's just like, oh, that's a thing. Uh." And And then you talk about it. At least there might be a passing familiarity with it. Yes. And so it's, it's interesting to discuss how these legends came to be. By the way, they never get actual proof of anything. I know that's shocking. But... Shane, the non-believer, he really, really wants to go with Area 51. And the Area 51 stuff that they had just made me think of Mulder so much. But it really was fascinating on, so this guy did this, and this guy did this, then this guy changed his story. And, you know, this is all based on actual facts. It's like, huh, I didn't even know that. Well, okay, when you have, you know, the person dressed in a chicken costume screaming at you that, you know, the world is ending— you're not as concerned because you're like, that idiot's dressed in a chicken costume. He's just looking for Peter Griffin. Like, that. that's just nuts. But then you get somebody that can, that can kind of rationalize it. Mm-hmm. And they can, they can draw lines to, this person said this. But if you'll notice, that's when stuff starts gaining, like, credibility. Yes. You, that, I mean, that's the reason why the reputation of the individual, like, in, in whomever is bringing it up, also has a good deal of whether or not you're finding this plausible. Mm-hmm. Because when you're, especially when you're talking about something fantastic, like, you know, the paranormal or, you know, time travel or aliens so, or so anything the like Area that. 51, I believe something happened, but that something could have been something totally innocuous, but it was bungled in how it was handled. And so then it appeared to be a conspiracy. And you just and it just it just went from there, but it could just have been it could have been a weather balloon, it could have been this, it could have been that, but somebody dropped the ball and made it appear to be something else, and then they had to go, oh, now we've got to go fix this, or it could have been uh I know this is hard to believe, but sometimes the government doesn't want you to know about stuff that would worry you well my my six year old who was at the time four mm-hmm. had decided that I was green arrow. I worked at night uh-huh. at the time, so I was gone for, you know, 8 to 12 hours, uh, five nights a week. Um, I do try to exercise regularly. Um, so he decided, because I exercised and I was gone at night, that I was the green arrow. I can see how that happened. Uh, so, I mean, and then when Where I was— Where did you keep your billions? Well, I mean, he listen. He's four, so he didn't he didn't have it all. Credibility of the the source uh, right. also does have a good deal to do with that. But every time I tried to explain to him that I wasn't, because I mean, he was sold on this for a minute. 
But I was sitting there going, you know, this probably just makes me sound like I'm covering it up. And I'm like, no, buddy, I'm not the greener. <laughs> I mean, every time somebody would try to back Clark Kent into the corner about being Superman, he'd find he'd be like, no, no, it wasn't that. Like, I just uh, you, you know what I'm talking about, Lois. <laughs> uh, cut to cut to the credits. Um, I was sitting there going, is this what it sounds like to yeah. him? He's. When when my children were like two and three years old and, and there was less of me to look at, um, I was often called to do some Marilyn stuff. And I had fake, I had Marilyn Monroe look like dresses that I still have in my closet that now just fit my left arm. But I still have them. And so we had some DVDs because people just give me DVDs because people used to watch them. And I remember the girls being very young and seeing a few Marilyn Monroe movie DVDs. And one of them, they was positive that I was that lady because the dresses hanging in the closet, they weren't wrong. Same color hair, and I had the same shoes. I didn't have the exact same shoes, but they were close because I got them to wear with the dress for the thing I had to do. And after several conversations, trying to convince them that I was not indeed this person, I just said, fine, believe whatever you want. It's like it really done. is. It's fun looking <laughs> at it through that childlike like prism. Like a another time, um, one of my boys was talking to his stuffed lion. Now he was scared of the storm that was going on, and he reassured him that everything was going to be the fine. Lion reassured him. No, the, the he reassured his lion. Oh, I think it was him doing a stand-in and reassuring himself. I see. But I could hear him talking to the lion, and he's like, "What was the care?" Mace Windu. Batman and dad are all here because we had a Batman like Uh toy, a Mace Windu toy and dad. He's like, and dad will protect us. And I'm like, I am neither a Jedi master, (laughs) nor was I trained by the League of Assassins. I, I don't want to disappoint my son, but like, I can't follow up to any of that. Like (laughs) I, I work in retail. Um, we're going to let him have his his delusion yes. that his father is on the same pedestal as the aforementioned gentleman. Um, I'm not even going to talk him out of it because uh, that makes me sleep better. Yeah, yeah. Does he still think that you're... No, oh. no, no, he's passed there. That's That's not cool now. Ooh. But at one point, um, he was in the same, like, upper pantheon uh, that Mace Windu and Batman I was part wow. of that part of that rarefied air. Yeah, that won't happen again no. until you know maybe grandchildren. Uh no, no, they'll be they're going to be cynics like like their like their grandpa and uh, his <laughs> his kids have became. I I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to enjoy that moment and revisit it because uh, I don't think it's ever going to come again. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, BuzzFeed Unsolved is where my children have turned to learn interesting things that I didn't teach them. So in a way, I resent it because they'll come up with something like, how did you know of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? Which, just, which, sounds, which sounds like a line at the end of an Agatha Christie novel. <laughs> Sadly, it is not. And it's because of BuzzFeed Unsolved. And so now it's a, it's a whole thing. Constant watching. The Supernatural ones are on Hulu right now. I'm sure you can find all of this on YouTube as well. I would be willing to bet. Yes, BuzzFeed is everywhere and treated as 
as actual news by some people. News-ish. News, news. news adjacent. It is news adjacent. Uh, it's it's a great place for memes, and uh, I think I think this show has merit in that it at least changes the conversation once in a while. Walter Cronkite is rolling over. I know. In his grave. I know. I'm Walter Cronkite, <laughs> reporting for BuzzFeed News. Good night. <laughs> I miss him. Anyway, so I think you would enjoy it, and I think uh, anyone 13 and up could probably handle it, depending, you know, your kid better than I do. But, or, or if you want to horrify your child. Um, oh, have at it. Then, you know, but that's on you. As soon as, soon as they can comprehend, you know, dialogue on television. Yeah, this is all real. Watch boom, it. Boom, there you go. Okay. Just walk out of the room. So uh, it's some funny, funny, weird, wild, wacky stuff. So thank you for listening to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm. Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.